Giving you a preview of the week with Heads Up Monday. Some of the big events lined up. Joining us here in the studio for that is Kim Soo Hyun. Good morning. Good morning, Henry. Our first event, Kwon Dok Chul, has been uh, nominated by President Moon Jae-in to head the Ministry of Health and Welfare. Uh, Going to face some questions tomorrow. Right. Um, Kwon Dok Chul. The Health and Welfare Minister nominee will have to answer some questions at a confirmation hearing tomorrow. Kwon is the current president of the Korea Health Industry Development Institute under the ministry with expertise in social welfare and health care. Kwon played a crucial role during the mayor's outbreak in 2015 as well. He is expected to be questioned questioned mainly over his plans for infectious disease control and prevention measures, COVID-19 vaccine procurement, along with other health welfare policies and medical school-related issues. And it seems he will be grilled over other issues as well. Kwon is alleged to have earned more than 1.5 billion won through real estate transactions in the past 15 years. And he is also being accused of violating the mandatory 14-day quarantine after his business trip to the United Arab Emirates in late October, which he says that he he was exempt due to his duty. These are likely to be raised by the main opposition party tomorrow. Okay, we'll see how that goes. Second event, uh, after a year and two months of trials, the Department of Justice will make its uh, ruling on the case of Jung Kyung Shim, the wife of former Justice Minister Cho Guk, this week. Right. The Supreme Court judges of South Korea will decide on a sentence of Jung Kyung Shim, the wife of the ex-Justice Minister Cho Guk, on the 23rd. Jung is indicted on a total of 15 charges, including accusations that she had fabricated school documents to support her daughter's medical school application and made illegal investments in a private equity fund. In the final hearing held on November 5th, the prosecutors demanded a seven-year imprisonment, a fine of 900 million won, and an additional penalty of around 165 million won for Jung. The court will make the very first verdict on this case this Wednesday. And considering the public's great interest in the trial, the court will also draw lots on December 22nd to select 20 audiences from those interested to attend the trial. Right. Definitely will be a lot of scrutiny on that verdict. Hopefully we'll have some analysis on that as well here on this morning. Turning to our next uh, big event, uh, EU citizens uh, may be in for a special Christmas gift this year as uh, they will expect their first COVID-19 vaccine approvals. Tell us more. Right. Europe is set to join in the COVID-19 vaccine rollout with the European Medicines Agency, or EMA, holding a meeting on December 21st local time to evaluate the Pfizer and BioNTech vaccine. For those who may not know what the EMA is, it is an agency of the EU which evaluates medicines and authorizes their uses across, across the EU. It is widely anticipated that the EMA will authorize the Pfizer and BioNTech vaccine as early as December 23rd. The EMA also set to meet on January 6th to discuss Moderna's application for a conditional marketing authorization. The EU has secured 300 million doses of Pfizer and BioNTech and up to 160 million doses from Moderna. European Commission President shared on her Twitter last Thursday that EU-wide vaccinations will take place on December 27th, 28th and 29th. All right. Well, uh, good luck uh, to all those in Europe. Let's turn back to Korea now. Suhyun, IKEA Korea workers Mm. are striking against discriminatory uh, treatment. Uh, Could you uh, tell us about the series of strikes scheduled for the week? 
Right. Um, IKEA Korea's labor union plans to go on a strike from the 24th, demanding the same treatment as overseas employees and other local hypermarkets. According to the union, the average hourly wage of IKEA employees overseas is 15 US dollars, but Korean employees receive only half of that, about eight dollars, and it's at Korea's minimum wage. The union workers also ask for um, overtime pay on weekend and night shifts, as well as benefits that other local hypermarkets provide, such as pay for meals, paid breaks, and the proper system for sick leave. 800 union members, which are about one-third of the 2,500 uh, employees will walk out on the 24th all at the same time. IKEA Korea's management and the union held 28 rounds of negotiations in the past seven months but failed to reach an agreement. The management said there is no difference in the way the company treats its employees all around the world. Right. As a Swedish company and Sweden with the image of being kind of uh, fair mm. to its workers and, of course, IKEA treating their workers uh, very well in other countries, uh, the Korean employees feel that perhaps uh, that uh, same treatment not being afforded to uh, them here. Okay, and another strike for our final uh, event here is planned on the 24th, Christmas Eve, uh, likely to affect children. What's this about? Temporary and contract school workers across the country will go on a strike this Christmas Eve. An alliance of civic groups for temporary school workers working for administrative assistance, after-school extracurricular activities and meal services have announced to walk out on the 24th, demanding a pay raise, more benefits and better job security. The labor group in Seoul, in particular, said they would begin an indefinite hunger strike and a mass strike if their demands are not met. Other groups, other groups in different regions have said to strike only for a day. The walkout, especially the absence of after-school childcare, is expected to have a serious impact on children whose parents are busy with work during the so-called third wave of COVID-19 pandemic. Technically, you're not supposed to be sending your kids uh, to school right now. There right. has uh, been uh, basically 100% offline learning since we've had this uh, eruption of cases. However, for some of these patients, uh, these uh, dual-income patients where both parents mm-hmm. work full-time, uh, there has been really no other way to get childcare right. for those kids except for these tolbom or after-school programs mm-hmm. uh, uh, instituted by the schools. But then these workers feel that the conditions aren't really sufficient to really handle all of this workload. But unfortunately, again, uh, uh, not a good uh, Christmas gift, uh, certainly if this walkout ensues. And so hopefully uh, there is a solution uh, to be made here. Right. Kim Suyan. Thank you very much. Always appreciate it. And we look forward to talking to you again next week. Thank you. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in the second hour after another check of traffic and weather.